Welcome to this Nutri Ingredients podcast. I'm Shane Starling in Brussels at the Nutrition and Lifestyle Conference. I'm very pleased to be joined by Monica Kaczynska, who is the Secretary General of the European Food Health Alliance. Now, Monica just took part in a discussion about uh, fat taxes and the like, or healthy or unhealthy food taxes. Um, there was a gentleman from the Food Drink Europe um, uh, trade group who was saying that uh, he felt like those kinds of taxes actually stopped the food industry being innovative and making healthier products. What do you make of that? Uh, thank you very much. I, I have more confidence than my colleague from the food and drink industry on the ability for industry to respond to a changing climate. It's uh, it's what our food and drink industry is renowned for. It's what makes us leading world um, exporters and uh, and standard holders in in the sector so i would like to think just speaking on my own behalf that if the regulatory environment changed then our industry colleagues would be able to respond and innovate quickly and in a way that would allow us from the public health community to see a win in terms of reduction in public health outcomes negative ones um, cardiovascular disease uh, the impact of chronic disease the rise in obesity amongst children for example while at the same time maintaining a healthy market share for the sector itself. Well, what do you make of the argument that these kinds of taxes discriminate against those that they're supposedly meant to help, i.e. the socio-economically challenged? Well, unfortunately, the socially economically challenged parts of our population, so those who are at the bottom of the social economic pyramid, are those who consume the highest amount of products high in fat, salt and sugar. And this isn't due to any sort of paternalistic um, presumption of preference or, or ignorance, shall we say, that can be um, cured through all sorts of measures around education. But it's actually very simple formula that I believe is known as the three Ps or three E's in industry, but for us it's the three A's, so affordability, accessibility and availability of, of food. And unfortunately we do not have uh, the types of food available to those groups at a level that they can afford to, in a way that they can enjoy, that would allow them to, to, uh, in, to eat more fruit and vegetables, more whole grain, that those further up the socio-economic ladder um, do so without thinking. Do those kinds of foods need more subsidisation? Absolutely, absolutely. This is, we, we need, it's a double, it's a two-pronged approach. On the one hand, you um, fiscally disincentivize the products that cause harm, and on the other hand, you provide subsidies for simple fruit and vegetable and grains, which would allow them to enjoy better health. Are you also encouraged by what's going on within the, the broader food industry? Some of the facts and figures we heard today about it's almost 25% of products in Europe being under form reformulation in order to increase their, um, their, their good public healthness, if you like. That's, uh, that's great news and it would be uh, a fantastic outcome if we could have industry partnering with the public health community and with member states because this is a situation that isn't going to go away. We need to, it is all of our problem and it's, uh, it's the, the, the time for uh, a free-for-all within the industry is finished and the sooner that we can work together in order to get good outcomes for everybody, the better. Do you think the industry understands that the free-for-all free for is over? Um, 
I'd like to think that there are people there who have their innovation hats on who are working to, to uh, develop a new line of products for us to enjoy that don't cause harm. But um, I think that some of the sort of vitriol that we hear from industry to uh, against some of these taxes is really against the stream of, of, of where we're heading in Europe at this moment. Obesity has been on the rise for the last 30 years and we, we can't ignore it, we can't pretend that we don't know what drives it and it is affordability, availability and accessibility. Great, well thank you for your time Monica. Thank you. Shane Starling for Nutri Ingredients in Brussels at the Nutrition and Lifestyle Conference.